Welcome to a brand new episode of Tale Talk number 147. This is Casey. Hey, and this is Chris. We got a butt ton of news today, so let's get right into it with our Marvel news. First things up, great news. Disney and Sony did reach an agreement on the third Spider-Man Far From Homecoming, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it is coming out in July, or uh, I can't remember. It's coming out in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um I think you're right. I think it is. And then Tom Holland, super excited about it. He had a very funny uh, message on on his Instagram, if you want to take a look there. And they decided to do a split of 25-25%, which is fair, I think. Um, Where's the other 50% go, though? Like, where was was box office? No, no, no. You're not reading it right. It's um, (laughs) Disney Disney puts up 25% of the, the cost. Yeah, and they get twenty five percent of the earnings, oh. uh, which is significantly higher, I believe, than they were getting before. But they were also getting the merchandising. So, um, tit for tat, whatever. Um, Tom, apparently, Tom Holland got these people into a room together and um, helped. Was a major, major, uh, you know, player in making this happen. So, you know, thanks, Tom Holland, uh, because I watched Spider Man Far From Home couple times last week and I was quite distraught. So very happy, very happy. Yep. Super pumped to see that it finally worked out as well it should have. So um William Hurt, aka Thunderbolt Ross, will be joining the Black Widow movie. Um that's just more or less world building, you know, at that point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So but you know, good to see that he's there. Um, yeah, I, I like I like that character. Um, I think that if they ever went the route of like the Red Hulk, you know, something like that in the MCU, who knows? But um, William Hart's a great actor, and um, he's oh yeah, you know, he's a he's a good part of that universe. Like you said, it's good world building. Speaking of other Rosses, though, whatever happened to Martin Freeman's Ross? <laughs> um, I mean. No announcement for Bucky in the Black or Bucky and the Falcon. That that would have been the place to be. He might. Who knows? We'll see what happens. You know, maybe season two. Yeah, exactly. Um, over at Hulu, uh, Marvel has decided to not move forward with the Ghost Rider show. This is coming amongst a lot of news that they basically want to scrap anything that's not on Disney Plus. Um, so there's rumors that uh, Runaways and Cloak and Dagger might be doing their third and final seasons mm-hmm. um, as well. So, you know, other than the cartoons that are going to come to Hulu, uh, Howard the Duck, etc., this may be the last of the live action Marvel properties. Uh, same thing with Agents of Shield that ends next year. So, what do you, what do you think about all of this? Well, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, why why would you pay a network money to host your show when you have the ability to host it yourself, uh, you know, without, you know, any any cost really besides your own producing and whatnot. So if they can afford to make these, 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 uh, the MCU shows at the, at the money they are, imagine what, what kind of money they could put into shows that, you know, maybe they don't put forth such a budget because maybe they're splitting it with the network or whatnot. Yeah, and what did you you found that out? I think they're spending what is it, almost twenty five million an episode or something like that. 
25 uh is it that or 25 million a season it's, no 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 it's, crazy it's as much that. money it's as much money as that you would spend on a movie, movie. so okay. it's like 150 yeah. million per season yeah okay so yeah, that makes a lot of sense then yeah, yeah. That, that stat is crazy so yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so anyway it's it's good you know Game of Thrones pays over a hundred million a season, so it doesn't surprise me that the Marvel stuff is. It makes sense to me. Oh, um, and then over in Sony World, uh, <laughs> Madam Web might be optioned for a movie, um, which is just stupid. Like, no, literally nobody cares at all about a Madam Web movie. I'm sorry, it just it's just not happening. But you know, who knows. Yeah, I mean, as much as we want to say, okay, they introduced the character in the game, so it's not like she's really that unknown. At the same time, this is this is what you're optioning. You have you have a slew of other characters and and better ways to world build um, and have somebody like that play a background role. I don't know, you know, I just don't, I don't see Meta Web carrying her own movie. No, but I definitely could see a watcher type situation where maybe Madam Web is like getting all these characters together in the background. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that to me would have been cool. Like, you know, you see a Craven right. movie, which could work, and then like, oh, at the end we see that Madam Web cameo. What's her deal? Ooh. You know what I mean? Like that that would have made more sense. Yeah, it's like so. it's like Nick Fury. Like that kind of Yes. Yeah. You know, Nick Fury doesn't get his own movie, but he's everywhere, you know. Really good. Um, oh, watch it. That movie for too long now. <laughs> um, and then finally, over Sony, um, Morbius nabbed writers Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless, which is curious because I thought this movie was already filming. But uh, no, no, this nope. is um, this is the Madam Web. This is who would be handling the Madam Web movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just not even gonna take these ones that you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I mean, there, it was on the same line. So. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Um, yeah, so that's that news. Uh, <laughs> um, let's go over to DC TV movie news here. Uh, first off, Ro- Ruby Rose uh, suffered a severe injury um, on the set of Batwoman, uh, which is shitty. But I think she still plans on, on continuing in the, in the character. Yeah, so uh, she was on she was on a talk show the other night talking about it. Um, so she had it was one of those injuries where you don't know you're in it, you're injured. Oh yeah, so she's you, doing uh, it. Yeah, yeah. So then you're in this pain. You're like, why am I in this pain? So you go to the doctor, and the doctor tells you, hey, you you just ran the risk of being paralyzed for the rest of your life because you had these two discs, you know, kicked out or whatever. Um, so luckily she she pretty much evaded all that um, because I was I was kind of like. Oh, she had this life-threatening injury, but then she's up and around. So it was a little bit, um, I think, overplayed the media too. So, okay. um, but yeah, she's. I think she's fine because it's not like she's off the show or anything. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, speedy recovery. Yep. Uh, speaking of more things in the Arrowverse, um, the spinoff is being optioned called Canaries, um, mm. which is a show that would star uh, Katie Cassidy. Two other women, Kate McNamara, yeah. and I can never remember the one I actually like the most, Dinah Lance. <laughs> but anyway, 
all three canaries in the future. Juliana Hark- Harkavy. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. She's awesome. She's yeah, like I like my her favorite one. I, I don't even know. I can't remember that. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, same, you know, Sarah Schechter, Greg Berlanti, Guggenheim, all those guys would be as um, producers on it. And, you know, pr- probably what they'll do is do a, a pilot um, and maybe even a backdoor pilot this season, even though they really don't need to because we've seen these characters for seven years. But we'll see how that goes. Um, I, I'd be down. So there is a backdoor pilot. Um, it does spin out of one of the episodes of Arrow this season. Um, okay. And that's according to Katie, uh, Kitty Cassidy. Um, but, you know, the first time I, when they, they, they kind of like, when they put that, like last season, when they first introduced this team, I was like, man, like, it'd be kind of cool to have a show in this, in this time period. So, you know, that's, that's, um, that's, I hope it's not the 2020 show that we've been waiting for announcement on, you know, for a while now. I hope this is just an addition to that. At the same time, this is what we've talked about where it's like you have a butt ton of shows on the ZW now. Yeah. Get your own um, network. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like we just talked about shortly ago. Some people are, some people decide on good business decisions. Hopefully uh, DC continues to make them. Oh boy. Well, they are when it comes to Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, we've got more looks and more news about this one. Um, we got our first look at Brandon Roth as Kingdom Come Superman, which is, it looks spot on. I mean, it looks great. Straight out of Alec Roth's color there. So thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and then they've, they've shown other picks this week as well with, um, with him, and, um, him and Tyler Hulcham together in the yep. Superman suits. Um, and we also got a, a pick of um, Tom Welling, uh, Tyler Hartram, and um, what's her name there? Lois Lane, the one from the Arrowverse. Um, so we got a cool little Twitter pick from that as well. So a lot of stuff uh, happening right now. Announcements coming out and behind the scenes picks. So keep your eyes peeled. It's awesome. Can you can you take the rest of these? Yep, of course. So um, another name, um, another character from DC past is going to be joining the, the crisis uh, crossover. So actually Scott's going to reprise her role as Huntress. Uh, she played the character on the original birds of prey show back in the nineties. <laughs> um, so this is really getting jam packed. Um, isn't that kind of crazy? <laughs> I was like, I, I, so because the reason I didn't take it is because I was like, there's no way I didn't read this. And then also like, why wouldn't they just bring the Huntress who already is an arrow back? <laughs> I'm sure they will. Maybe they will, right? And I also... Zero doubts. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Um, next up, uh, with you know, with Brandon Routh leaving Legends, leaving the Arrowverse, uh, Ray Palmer will no longer be the Adam. So uh, they've actually cast who's known as the Adam 2 in the comics, uh, Ryan Choi. Uh, so Ostrich uh, Chow, I'm sorry if I messed your name up really bad. Uh, we'll be playing that. We'll be playing. Uh, we'll be playing the Adam uh, moving forward. So be appearing in Crisis first, and I believe you'll be on Legends. Um, so we'll see what happens this season. Man, this is wild. It really is. It really is. And then um, did you? Um, I'll just this next one. Uh, it's fine. So, I'm just like you can see. There's pictures of all this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like this is everywhere. Um, and so. Since the beginning of Arrow, um, 
Audrey Maria Anderson is played by Lois. She's played Diggle's wife. You know, she becomes the leader of Argus, all that stuff. Um, and so the original character, uh, Lila Matthews in the comics, is Harbinger. Um, and everybody's always wondered, like, why, why did they make her this character in Arrow? Um, so she will, like, either a version of her, or she will be, or a version of her from another, you know, multiverse will be playing Harbinger in the Crisis crossover. Um, and Harbinger is a major character from um, from the Monitor's entourage. Uh, so that's a big thing because uh, in season five, they actually started calling her Harbinger as her code name. Um, and that's so funny. I thought that was really interesting at that point as well. So it's all coming together. And this is really a really, really cool organic way of like bringing this character into the fold because you also have um, um, Harrison Wells. Or what's his, what is his name? The actor. I don't know. He's from Ed. Yeah. I know who you're talking uh, about. You know, so he's going to be playing um, uh, Pariah. So you have all these, all these characters, all these things coming together in, you know, from the original crisis to uh, really make this new crisis, you know, as close to the original as possible. It's going to be interesting. Um, do you think a lot of these are just straight up cameos or do you think we'll actually spend a little screen time with these people? I I for sure know that they'll be using the monitor Priya and Harbinger as yeah. this isn't just this isn't just that. Some of these are gonna be like you know, maybe like at the end where everything kind of opens up. Yeah. Like you have these flashes like that's whatever, that's what, whatever that's what you know. Thinking, yeah. Some of these are gonna be big, but some of these are gonna be in the background as well. So you think um Dean Kane will get back in the suit? I th- I think so. You I've been waiting. Just you know, I, they ha- I just think they yeah. haven't said it because he's already part of the verse, so they're just yes. like, yeah, let's just hide this one. <laughs> right. It was the same thing with um, Eric, Erica um, Durant there, you know, Durant's whatever, um, being Lois. They're just like, all right, we already announced Tom Welling, and this is definitely happening. So yeah. she's already in the family, like yeah. you said. So uh, this th- that's one that I really hope they And can- then the mom could be Supergirl again, remember? The mom could be Supergirl. Terry Hatcher can be Lois. Like all these people oh, yeah, are on the right. show. I forgot. So it's like I hope Linda they go, Carter's Wonder Woman. That's that's being you know that's really being that's shopped huge, around. I think it's I think it's going to happen. We're going to have an old Bruce Wayne. We're going to have an old Superman. We've got to have an old like who knows, man. But at least the Trin- at least the Trinity. And yeah. why not show Wonder Woman at this point? If Linda Carter's all we've been on the show, so yeah. they're gonna they're gonna be holding back a lot on this, and we're not going to go. I hope they don't spoil everything. I hope because not I really want to just like freak the fuck out when I watch yeah. this show. <laughs> Probably that last episode, you'll see all these guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Speaking about freaking the fuck out, uh, we did get a trailer for Birds of Prey. Hmm. Um, what did you think? What are your thoughts on this trailer? I um, I didn't know what I thought the first time I watched it, um, <laughs> and then I watched it again, and I watched it with my wife, and we both loved it. It was just. Um, I, it, you know, it's hard. It's it's kind of hard for me because like, I want like a very loyal Birds of Prey movie. Uh, I do, but at the same time, it's like I like Margot Robbie's um, Harley Quinn a lot. Um, I like when DC gets weird with movies because that is what sets them apart from what Marvel does. Um, so if they can make good movies and they can make them, you know. Like they make Birds of Prey fun and weird and just a different kind of superhero movie. I'm all about it because 
that trailer sold me on a Harley Quinn movie, basically. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you know, a couple people I know were like, oh, the trailer fell flat to me. Mm. And I watched it and I was like, what exactly is flat? She's got her hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I've been waiting to see this forever. You know what I mean? And like, me and Mr. J broke up and she's throwing a knife through him. And I was just like, oh my God, like, this is perfect. Like, this is, it's, it's great. You like, the only thing that I wish is like, we got to see a little bit more of the other girls. Yeah. Um, you know, like you got a little hint at Canary, a little hint at Huntress, a little hint at Zaz for like two seconds, but it was mostly Harley. And then a little bit of, um, what's his name? Uh, Ewan, who looks to be doing good. And then, yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I I hate to be enthusiastic or negative because, as we've said many times, the Suicide Squad trailer is one of the greatest trailers of all time. <laughs> like, yeah. period of all time. Yeah, that is shot or cut together so well. So, you know, yes, I'm excited, but I'm also just kind of being a little tepid. So, anyway, um, that dropped. And then uh, Joker just comes out this weekend. We're recording this on the second. It'll actually be out tomorrow on the third um, at night. So I uh, still getting rave reviews. Um, they've opened it up to critics. Um, so you can read reviews online right now. Uh, a lot of the people I do follow um, have really enjoyed it and agreed with the Venice Film Festival. So I'm actually more hyped to see it than I even was before. Yeah, I'm very excited to see this movie. I'm going to make a point to see it this weekend. Um, I, you know, there's just, there's so much out there. Um, just, there's a lot of negative reviews due to like, because it's so, because it is violent and it is cynical. And, but I, I just, I just wish that um, people would like step away from that sometimes when they go to the movies. You know, it's, I know it's sometimes it's hard, but um if it's a great performance and it's, and it's, it's changing, you know, the genre, this, you know, the comic book movie genre is always is, is evolving because people can make these genre films within them. So um, this, as much as it's not going to be perhaps not the Joker movie, we as, as comic fans want, it's definitely going to change. I think just the face of comic book movies in a way. We shall see. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see what's going on. Um, all right, so let's go over to comic book news. In the world of crossovers, um, what? Long time coming. Okay, can you take this one? The only reason why is because I can't believe this studio is the one who's putting it out, but can you take it real quick? Yeah, so I guess one studio usually takes the forefront for crossovers. So, um, so boom studios under license by Hasbro in partnership with IDW and Nickelodeon. Okay. Jeez. All right. Sorry. Go on. Yep. So that's it. I mean, people have been begging for a power Rangers Ninja turtle crossover for a long time. And you're going to get in print form, uh, this December from writer, uh, Ryan Parrott and artist, uh, Simone DeMeo. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Power Rangers come out through Boom. I guess I just assumed that they were also through IDW since, like, they have to, you know, they have so many different ones. The art in this comic is so effing beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's out of control, cool looking. So, 
you know, I'm not even a huge Power Rangers fan, but I, I'll I'll watch I'll read this because I I like these crossovers. Um, all right, so Marvel comic news here: they're developing uh, comics with Games Workshop for Warhammer comics. Um, that was a weird partnership. Didn't yeah. know that was going to get announced, but you know, what do you think about that? We used to dabble in the Warhammer back in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Warhammer is uh, live and well. Um, I have a friend who actually plays like tabletop RPG, not the not the miniature, but um, you know, pen and paper. But um, yeah, why not? I mean, if it's if it's if it can make money and people are clamoring for it, then go for it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna read it necessarily, but cool that it exists. <laughs> That's pretty much all I can say about that. Um, and then also Marvel's putting out their own pair of Adidas shoes because I feel like that's a why not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what took you so long? Yeah. Um, so cool. Catch those kicks out in the world. Do you love um, me some Adidas? You shared with me this one, which is pretty wild. So image... I don't know how. Okay, so Spawn number three hundred one is getting an Alex Ross cover. Yes. Why didn't three hundred? So this. So th- th- I got confused the other day. I was looking at. Um, so the press drop. The press release dropped the other day that with issue three hundred one, um, he enters the Guinness Book of World Records for longest running. Um, what creator owned or indie? Co- it's, whatever. Yeah, it's creator owned, right? Comic, creator yeah. owned comic. So. 301 is actually the gold issue. So there are some variants to go with it. Um, 300 was, you know, a big momentous occasion for Spawn, but this one's even bigger, I guess. Um, So it's getting some awesome uh, variant covers as well, including the Alex Ross one, as you mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Well, badass. Um, I I need it. It looks beautiful. I, I feel like he never does like indie things like that, really. Yeah. So yep. it's just it's it makes you just know how much of he's such an amazing artist, and he can do things that are not just traditional superheroes. So, awesome. oh, that's that's like the what I love about the the recent Cap series. It's it's all his all his uh, art is the normal cover, so he does one for each one. Yeah, I mean that's why I got like Battle of the Planets and Space Ghost because he yeah. did the covers and the interiors, which is crazy. So, um, all right, and then over on DC News, uh, the Last God um, is a new fantasy story uh, from Philip Kenny Johnson, and it's going to be going over to DC Black Label. Um, huh. So, I thought that this was really interesting because Scott Snyder said it's like your own D and D campaign. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> And, um, yeah, you know, I, I want to (laughs) read a Dungeons and Dragons in a evil world. So that comes out on October 30th. Um, so at the end of the month. Yeah, it's smart. I mean, you got Marvel doing Conan, you got, you got Dark Horse gotten, uh, you know, what is it? The Jeff Lemire and Mike Deodato series there. Bound. Yeah. You know, so it's like, Hey, (laughs) There's a market for this stuff and people want it. So, yep. Black so, Label's the way for it. Game on. <laughs> that's cool. All right. So, that's it for com- uh, for comics. So, let's go to a commercial. Be right back.
from the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you. We're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Fat Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. All right, we are back from those wet commercials, uh, so let's jump right into the next segment of our show uh let's get in some tv news so hbo max has announced that they're going to be teaming up uh with uh dc comics here for the civil war drama dmz so that's getting a pilot uh and new gods director uh abba du duvernay <laughs> will direct it uh so this was a comic it was written by uh brian wood uh and it it's a high concept story. It imagines a second civil war splitting the United States. Um, and so, you know, I guess with the current uh, <laughs> political spectrum we have in the country right now, it is uh, hot in everybody's minds. So, yeah, this will be uh, headed one of the shows now uh, for the HBO streaming service, HBO Warner Brothers streaming service. Okay. Um, you know, not anything I'm into unless. You know, the only Civil War is I like star Captain America and Punisher shooting people's heads off. So, <laughs> not for me, but uh, cool for people who watch that. Um, I'll take over TV news because we've got one of my favorite books, uh, Invisible Monsters, is going to be coming out to television uh, from scribe Jennifer Hale, uh, who also worked on Outlander and Legion. So this is an adaptation of Chuck Palahniuk's book, which literally just turned 20 years old last week, which is wild. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see how this goes. Like, he's only had a couple things ad- adapted, which is Fight Club and Choke into a movie. So going the TV route, this should be very, very interesting. So um, I'm excited about that. Uh, and then in no-brainer news, Stranger Things Season 4 was announced. It's going to be coming out next December. Um, it doesn't take place in Hawkins. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see what that just means uh, in a year from now. But very, very excited that the Stranger Things people are coming back. Of no surprise to anybody. No, no, no surprise. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's go over to movie news. Uh, Jurassic World 3 is going to be bringing on Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, and Sam Neill are all returning to play their characters in major roles for this sequel. As a Jurassic Park fan, Chris, what do you think about this? Yeah, I like how they have to say, quote, major roles, seeing that Jeff Goldblum's role in the last Jurassic World movie was a letdown. Um, so, yeah, please, let's, um, let's take it back to the Jurassic Park movies that we enjoyed. Uh, bring a little bit of that nostalgia to the next Jurassic World movie. Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, I, um, 
you know, I, I like the second one. I thought yeah, it was right. more fun. Um, because I like dinosaurs. And right now it seems like you can't even do another dinosaur movie. It's like only Jurassic Park. And I, I think that's weird that there's not more. But anyway, um, to see those characters come back into their roles, that's exciting. I'm glad that they're all coming back. And hopefully, like you said, it's bigger than what Jeff Goldblum got in the last movie. Um, and then finally in movie news, uh, Netflix, uh, trailer for six underground came out. This is the Michael Bay movie starring, um, Ryan Reynolds. Did you watch this trailer? Yeah, I just watched it. It was great. Yeah. Blew my mind. (laughs) It's one of those things where, you know, I, I'll fight it to the day I die, but Michael Bay is an amazing. Oh yeah. And you can tell his visual style when it comes to a movie. And I, I was just like, this is full Bayham, full Bayham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People can sh- just shut up because if you don't, if you don't like Michael Bayham, <laughs> uh, yes, Michael Bayham's movies, then um, I, I don't really understand how you don't like how you like movies at all. Do you not like going to the movies, you know, enjoying yourself, watching an action movie? I'm sorry that he ruined your childhood, but, you know, maybe your childhood wasn't that cool. Exactly. Someday, I hope he gets to direct a Star Wars movie, yeah. to be honest yeah, with you. He's, or at least he's even a show, like even like a couple episodes of a show, like just something with his visual yes. style. And you see like a couple Sith, like fighting Jedi, like, come on, game over. Yeah. Um All right, so let's go over to gaming news and uh, talking about Star Wars again. Darth Vader Immortal uh, Episode 2 just kind of (laughs) dropped the other day, um, like right after we recorded. (laughs) So that came to Oculus headsets, so you get to pick up that second uh, episode if you haven't already. It's only 10 bucks. Damn. It's nice. $10 a chapter. I think that's great. Um. For what I've heard about this new one, I heard it's amazing. It's worth all the money. So someday we will play that. Someday. Um, can you talk about this one? Because don't you subscribe to this? No, series? I don't. I wouldn't. I don't like to waste my money like that. Um, <laughs> this, however, this price may be worth it. Twice the price. At 20 bucks, it wasn't worth it because I have enough games that I physically own that I can't, you know, that I'm playing or haven't beaten. So it's like, I'm not going to continually pay for something, but um, PlayStation Now is a is a good service. Uh, I did try the trial. I did the, tri- uh, the trial when I when it first came out, and so it does offer a sh- like a buttload of games. Uh, so now it's nine ninety nine to compete with, I guess, Microsoft's uh, service. So it's just kind of uh, just another you know feather in our cap here that um, if you want to go and play what's been. You know, you can play as far back as I think, like PlayStation One or Two games on some of them. So, um, a lot of a lot of good stuff there. Uh, so, check it out. I'm sure there's still a trial to it if you want to really get your game on. So basically, this is Sega TV, like yeah. I had back in the early '90s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Technology has come full circle. Um, cool, great. I don't care. We get PlayStation Network and get free yep. games. It's great. But, you know, they're trying to compete uh, with everybody else streaming and otherwise. So that's why they dropped it in half, which is huge to get people to join up. Yeah. And it's so. also, you'll see, 
Um, yes, they just put the new God of War on. They just put Grand Theft Auto V on. Hmm. These titles, um, they've already said that they won't be on a service uh, past like next spring or something. So it's really just in like a thing to get people to jump on board. And I'm also betting that a lot of other titles will depart from this to more join the greatest hits where people will, where PlayStation will force people to have to buy them for like 20 bucks um, or whatever. Right. So yes, what I would do is if I was PlayStation, I would more concentrate on going as far back, ramming up your classics, making games that, you know, you can't play on PlayStation 4 available for this kind of service. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So let's talk about Borderlands. A yeah. um, couple big things. Um, we've, forgot to report on this but there is a dlc coming out that's halloween themed which is cool um that's going to be dropping sooner than later we're going to be getting some creepy ghouls and ghosts and all that kind of stuff um in late october but also in late october uh we're getting borderlands 2 vr (laughs) and we're also going to be doing a celebration because on the 20th of october it'll be the 10th anniversary of Borderlands, which is wild. We've been uh, playing this game for 10 years. So for that, they're going to be doing a five-week celebration, all this new loot, all these different like chances to get all these different prizes. I'm sure they're going to be throwing out shift keys every other day. Um, so pretty exciting if you're a Borderlands fan. Um, five weeks of fun and adventure and looting and shooting. <laughs> yeah, I... Like we were discussing, this is exactly what they need to do with this game. Uh, just make it, you know, especially now that you can just partner up with people on the go. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, uh, Gearbox, for making Borderlands an even more immersive experience. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, you know, it just makes me want to keep playing it, which I haven't stopped wanting to. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so very, very excited, um, which is great. So, all right, let's go over to Star Wars news. You want to take these? Yeah, man. Let me do it. Uh, so, you know, we are on the fast track to um, the Rise of Skywalker in December. So we're only just about two months out. So, you know, look forward to the final trailer heading our way soon along with the, you know, with the tickets going on sale within the next couple of weeks, no doubt, uh, which has, you know, been par for the course for the last, uh, last, how many years now? Three, four years, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but for those of you who have been waiting for more Star Wars news, um, the, 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 the gods have smiled upon us and Kevin Feige uh, will be developing a Star Wars movie. Yeah, this is like just insanely huge news. This came out, of course, right after we recorded Um, (laughs) and couldn't be more happy. Um, It's kind of a no brainer. He's been on he's actually been on extras for the movies talking about how big of a Star Wars fan he is and as well as Star Wars show. We've always wanted to see him develop something Star Wars with his success from Marvel movies. So this is just fantastic. And couldn't be happier. And if you want to keep churning out billion-dollar movies, you put Kevin Feige's hat on there. Yeah. Yep. This is, uh, yeah. Only only good things can come from this. So, um, thank you. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> next up, uh, we do have the announcement uh, that Deborah Cha will be directing the Obi-Wan series. Uh, she is actually directing one of the Mandalorian episodes. Um, I think one of the Cassian episodes. So um, they're probably hmm. happy with what she did with the Mandalorian. So, hey, why not? And she's exclusively yes. directing them. There's no other directors, exactly. which is huge faith. Um, since Mandalorian got like, what, six different directors on there or something like that? Almost every episode is like a different director. I think, I think what's his name? Feige, or not Feige, um, uh, Favreau yeah. does two and Filoni does two and then everyone else does another one. Yeah. So interesting. Um, can't really say anything yet about her directing style until we watch that episode, but it's cool that for this, these kind of pieces of information, it's just cool to know we're closer to seeing it getting filmed, <laughs> which means I'm closer to seeing it in front of my face. And that is exciting. Exactly. You know, it just, it also makes me wonder how long that series is going to be. If it's going to be like. I think it's one season, eight episodes. And it's done. I, I would say, what if they made it like three to six episodes and just pumped so much money into it that it's like, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't know how much of a story you can tell. I know there are things you can do, but to get to the point to make it like worthwhile. I, I don't know. I just, I can see it being shorter than most other things. Well, you read what Jason Aaron did with those journals. Yeah. Um, in the, in the comic. Yeah. And um, I think the other Marvel shows are getting eight episode runs. And I believe the Mandalorians. Eight but there's episodes. six. Maybe. So, okay. So six, eight. So I think, minimum you're getting yeah, six maybe. and i don't and i think so like, three to six yeah i just um i i feel like there's enough to talk about especially because it's 17 years 19 years like that's a that's an insanely long time where it is really we're saying like what could you do but you could pull out many yeah. seasons in that time period he, because of how long he doesn't it have is. to stay on Tatooine either so yeah, he won't. No, it's that... no, no way. So I mean, no. you could draw it out. Boba Fett showing up, Chaba showing up. But you know what I mean? Like Maul won't show up, but like cross it over the Cassian we'll show. Be... That's what I mean. Hera, like Sabine, Ahsoka, like all these people can yeah. show up in this show. <laughs> I, you know, I really want to think that way, but I also want to kind of be like maybe they'd be conservative with it. So who knows? You know, um, <sighs> I just, I just feel like it's. If it's if it's something people are like, yeah, we want more, or are we satisfied by the end of it? That's that's kind of like where I'm going to sit with it because I don't need I don't need you know, that much. I don't need an ongoing Obi Wan Kenobi show. You want to give that to us? Then give it to us in another form, but make this like make it special. You know, I think I'm going to two things because we don't know who's writing it. Because if you told me Dave Filoni is developing mm. this show, we got your director, but this girl is directing them all. Then I might go, well, <laughs> Dave Filoni's got a lot of ideas. And Dave Filoni learned from George. <laughs> and I could see him doing like, I'm, I'm seeing a Breaking Bad type thing. I'm seeing like 
you know, five seasons, but they actually know where they're mm-hmm. going. <laughs> and they go through time. Like every year, every season is a new yeah. year or, you know, or a time jump. So He's that, older every season. Like for me, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like that would be so cool to me. Hi. Um, All the way leading up until A New Hope. But, you know, there's a lot of things. Like, and it could also be small and compact and just be kind of like a nice little bow tie. But it's the one show that I've wanted more than any of these other things or Star Wars stories in general. Like, I never wanted any of these mm-hmm. other ones, but we got them and it's great. But Obi-Wan is one thing where I think fans across all the galaxies agree that this is what we want. Two, two things. Um, one, yes, but we've wanted, we've also asked for Obi Wan Kenobi movie. So I think people would be satisfied with whatever they gave us. Like I said, yeah. second thing is the only mystery I need solved is how he ends up looking as old as Alec Guinness does in, in The New Hope in that small of a span. So that's the only mystery I need solved. Okay. And so we also got our first look at Babu, Babu Frick. Uh, who we've gotten a little hint at through the toys. Uh, so he's definitely making C-3PO into the Hunter Killer droid. Yeah, that's it. We've seen three C-3PO in the trailer with a bowcaster. He's got, he's got and we see him. Chewbacca's freaking bandolier on. So, I right, mean, as well as like the toy. So, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm all, I said it before, murder droids. That, 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 whatever Babu Frick is, he looks like an alien cat. And he's cute as hell. So I want yeah. that. Give me that little flesh toy. Exactly. That's, that's what it's about. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, what time it's is it? time for the pursuits of plastic. All right. Uh, so first up, NECA has purchased the company formerly known as Loot Crate, now known as the Loot Company. And they didn't uh, hesitate at all. In fact, there's like a exclusive online right now where they have like the, the Michael Keaton figure they did, the 89 Batman. But he's in like one of the costumes um, that was like a variant toy from, from back then. So, you know, when I was asking them back in the day when we were interviewing that at, at Toy Fair once about, you know, we do scuba dive Batman, like, do you do those gimmicks? It's funny that they're actually doing an exclusive figure of, of one of the gimmick figures from <laughs> back in the day. That's yeah, funny. Very funny. Um, so that's a, that's a cool little thing. If you, uh, if you sign up for a, whatever their first uh, unleashing is of their new, of the new product. So, so look forward to great stuff from that. Um, and even more, NECA stuff in your loot crates or the loot company. <laughs> yeah. Well, loot crate went under. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was kind of, it's crazy, but Hey, it's back with NECA. Absolutely. Cool. Um, and you know, it's, it, it's been a long time. Um, so now we're finally getting some fantastic four products, uh, you know, as we creep ever so slowly towards their debut in the MCU. Um, so Funko has unleashed mystery minis, a ton of pops. Um, I put an article out about it today on DFAT, so you can check it out there with all the picks. Um, I love Fantastic Four. I I want all that stuff, but I won't buy it because I, <laughs> I have. Well, yeah, because what do we got? We got like a little bit of stuff from Hasbro and like that's it. Yeah, right? I mean, Hasbro just put out that um, 
all the figures through the Wal Walgreens exclusive. So I picked all those up. Yeah. So, you know, I have, I have a great set of Fantastic Four figures in hand, but, you know, if Mezco, you know, if you ever want to start doing these, you know, like doom, feel, feel free. Yeah. Doom all day, every Please. day. <laughs> uh, Thanks. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're, these are great. They're bright, colorful and awesome. So, uh, next up, Hasbro. Uh, we got some heavy hitting uh, um, Marvel Legends. Uh, these are all pretty cool figures. A lot of them are going along with the 80th anniversary line, uh, whatnot. So first up, we have the exclusive. I believe it's um, it's a GameStop, also at the online retailers like um, uh, Entertainment Earth, the big, big bad bad toy store, store, all that good stuff. Um, but it is the Marvel Legend uh, War Machine Punisher uh, when he was in the when he donned the uh, War Machine armor not too long ago in the comics, so they've they put that figure out. The only thing I would want with that maybe is an alternate head, but I do have enough Punisher figures to swap heads with if needed. Um, so I know you've been hunting that down, but haven't had no luck. Yeah. Not until you show me the link today, just to directly right, buy it. Right, 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 <laughs> exactly. So, um, but like I said, they are at GameStops if you still want to, you know, I love Thrill the over hunt. the hunt. You know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, the pursuit of plastic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so next up, we have the Hulk 80th anniversary figure. Uh, so it's the Gray Hulk uh, on the old the old style card back from the back in the day. So um, it's got like the torn shirts, uh, the pipe and stuff like that. So it's a cool it's a cool looking figure if you're collecting these. Yeah, first appearance of the Incredible Hulk number one. That's what he looked like in that. Um, you know, it's just cool. Like, I've got enough Hulk figures that I don't need it. But if I was in the Hulk collecting biz, this would have to go on mm -hmm. my list. It's a cool looking figure for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, then this last one I just came about on social media not too long ago today. Uh, there's a two-pack out there where Deadpool and Hitmonkey are in these like white suits, uh, all assassin style. And it's pretty sweet. Um, so if you, if you like those kind of crossovers, if you like those characters, it's a, it's a no brainer. So you can actually pick that up uh, online right now. Yeah. And it, you know, it's only 40 mm -hmm. bucks, which isn't that bad. And it's got a ton of accessories. Um, yeah. For the, for the price, it's actually cheap. Like what? Or sorry, what you're getting is is good. So yeah. yeah, I mean, Marvel Legends has really been doing their fans and collectors a lot of a lot of good things as of late. You know, more hands, more head sculpts, um, just becoming a lot more collector friendly. Uh, so you know, I can't really say anything bad about what Hasbro's been doing with any of their figures. Um, and it's yeah, just it's good. Sure. It's good. It's good fan service because they listened. They listened to what people were saying, and you know, if you're going to be paying that much for figures that cost half that price not too long ago it should be worth it you know so 100 percent um yeah, exactly we have this discussion i think every day uh next up super seven has launched their their pre-order uh for their teenage mutant ninja turtle ultimates uh they are seven inch versions of your of the figures from the 90s uh so in that style you know, a little bit bigger, much more detailed uh, accessories, whatnot. So it's pretty cool uh, lineup. You get Splinter, uh, Raphael, uh, Baxter Stockman, and um, Foot Soldier. Is that what I said? Yeah. So yeah. four of them right now for the 
for the uh, the initial wave one. Uh, the pre-order is from uh, October 1st through October 31st. So it's a month long. So now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just yelling at people. Now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now we're on 31st, you know, if, if you can't control yourself, go. But uh, these these are going for, you know, $45 a piece. Uh, this is similar to what they just rolled out with the Thundercats. Uh, another another case of maybe they were listening to the collectors where not everybody can wants to buy the full set. So why are you making people buy the full set in order to buy the individual ones? Um, so they bumped the prices up. Is forty five dollars a good price for these? Time will tell. Um, but you know these are all made to order and they look they look pretty sweet. Uh, but you know it's also you know NECA is making basically the same line. Um, with that, those two packs that are exclusive to Target. So it's kind of like um, you got to pick and choose because I don't know what really the long-term plan for, um, you know, what Super 7 is doing, how long it'll last. While here I have NECA already, you know, I'm eight figures in, I've seen what they've just previewed and I'm, you know, they're all these heavy hitting characters. So, um, you know, it's just, I guess it depends on what you want. You want something that's a little more modern or do you want something that looks kind of like what you collected back in the day? Yeah, this is like I don't even know what to say. I'm not, I don't I don't want to spend that much money for mm-hmm. this figure. Like it looks great and it, you know, I'm not going to lie about it. The accessories are cool. It looks like just way more detailed, you know, as far as shading goes and all that stuff. So like it looks fantastic, but like ugh, like when NECA already is so many figures in, I just I don't think I can do it. Plus bandai yeah you know what i mean yeah. and what they did which was great with the with the cartoon figures yeah. um in the bright colors you know they didn't look real they look like the cartoon these look like a cross between real turtles and the cartoon so it's just i don't know 20 bucks 25 maybe 30 yes but not for 45 Can't well that's they, you know just to kind of piggyback off what you're saying um with what NECA is doing already you're, they're giving you two packs at the $50 price point. So you're getting two figures, whether, yeah. whether you're getting, you know, foot soldier every time with it or not, whatever, that's army building if you're buying into it. And that's like, yeah, why exactly. not? Why wouldn't I want to have like fucking eight foot soldiers if I'm going to be doing photos and whatnot and, and having a grand old time yep. with my Ninja Turtle figures. But if, you, if you're into the vintage turtle look, vintage turtle toy look, this is great for that. But again, are you willing to pay that price? That's, that's, that's huge. That's it. So, yeah. all right. Um, next up, um, Valiant has teamed up with uh, Silver Silver Fox Collectibles, and they're right now. There's a limited edition box set of these, uh, what they're calling the Valiant Chibis, which are you know cute little statues of uh, fan favorite characters from Bloodshot, uh, Shadow Man, um, Rai, and Ninjak, and so. Right now, you can get the the four of them in an exclusive box set. It's limited to 500 pieces. Uh, and if you buy it at Comic-Con, at their booth, uh, you'll get $20 off. So there's uh, the pre-order, pre-order is going on right now. Um, but if you, don't, uh, if you don't want them right now, you can't afford them, you know, whatever the reason, they will be um, available individually at retail uh, in 2020. Okay. Forty dollars each, or one hundred and forty for all of them. Mm. Ooh, gosh! Or right. you wait till next year and you buy the <laughs> ones you want. Yeah, I mean, the only one I really don't 
need is rye. It's like, weird. I need Ninjak and, and Bloodshot. I love rye too, but that's not like what I would get of him. I don't like that. I wanted like a rye no. statue. The Shadow Man is. It is cool. <laughs> the Yeah, it's like ridiculous. Yeah. So, ugh, definitely we'll get that Ninjak. Not even a question. Not even a question. Probably actually we'll be ordering it today. All right. So, or next year because I have to wait. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's next? Um, and let's see. Let's we're gonna wrap this up with uh, some Star Wars toy news. Um, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting uh, for any news on uh, Hot Toys to announce figures from the Mandalorian, and they have. Uh, we got a little sneak preview on uh, on Instagram last night. Somebody shared photos that they'll be making the 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 Mandalorian himself along with the IG eleven or whatever. What what is it? I forget. Um, so that's cool. Um, I do want that Mandalorian. I've been waiting to know, you know, when there's no official announcement on him yet or when he's coming, but um, just know that it's on the way. Yeah. I, um, you know, we, we actually were just talking about it, how much can't wait for these Mandalorian uh, figures of all sizes and shapes and colors mm-hmm. are going to come out and, oh, look, probably will get both be quite honest with you <laughs> oh i'm i'm definitely getting i'm definitely oh I, you're gonna get the ig maybe i love murder bots yeah i love that design too <laughs> yeah so two pack. just wish for the two pack that's what we need that's what i wish for yeah, yeah. but i but like you said see seeing him in action it's probably what's going to clinch it, but I already have a feeling like just the two seconds I see in the preview, I'm like, yep, <laughs> that thing's going to be mean, probably sarcastic, and probably just killing anything in its path. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially with Taika voicing it. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So. Oh, gosh. All right. All right. Well, let's wrap up our uh, show with, uh, you know, Triple Force Friday is this Friday, October, what? Fourth, and sure. so uh, if you guys are all about getting your hands on that fresh, uh, wet uh, Star Wars merch that's uh, you know going to be hitting the shelves and, and emptying everybody's wallets, then be there. Uh, not a lot of pla- I don't think a lot of places are doing the midnight thing anymore. I remember when I did it for the Force Awakens; it was the most disappointing time of my life since I watched the Phantom Menace in theaters. Um, but the you know Star Wars is about merchandising. And so, um, this is this is this is it. This is uh, the Mandalorian, um, the Rise of Skywalker, and uh, Jedi Fallen Order all wrapped into one. Even though I wish that, for God's sake, why didn't this game come out on Friday? You know, that's that would have made sense. But I know that it probably you know it got pushed back. I'm sure they were trying. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get anything or not, but. Um... Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I also, you know, most it was also announced that most of the items have not been announced due to spoilers. So, a lot of the cool stuff that we're going to want, we won't know about till December anyway. So, um, this is always that the primary stuff that, yeah, no, maybe, maybe you pick up the the Mandalorian hot, uh, the Mandalorian Hasbro Black Series figure. I mean, Hasbro's doing that crazy stuff with like the the, the different boxes for like. Um, for like the first wave of them that came out, it's so it's so gimmicky and 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 whatever. But um, they're they're making it they're making it a little bit more collector friendly. So good for them. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, eh, give me a few years and I can take my daughter. <laughs> right. That, exactly. Then it will be more of an event for me. But right now, oh, I'll order things online if it mm-hmm. really, you know, those carbonized figures. Some of those are cool. So those are all store exclusives, remember? Um, yeah. One has one in a different store. Um, then there's the white boxes, which are like the first wave or whatever. I don't what they're even called. But um, if you find one of those guys, pick it up because that's going to be. That'll be a good variant to have uh, in your collection. Yeah, for sure. Where can you find us? We are on a indie website called don'tforgetatell.com. Uh, your daily source for news, reviews, interviews, and more. Uh, and also, we're on social media, uh, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, and the Twitters. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys have been looking for a good video game to play, check out my review of Fight and Rage. Oh, yeah. That game's awesome. It is. For the Switch. It's epic. Um, This is Casey saying go read All the House and Powers of X and comics in general. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you read that issue today? Did you read it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.